Hey, 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 it's B-Rad Celebrity Hairstylist here, your host of the Hairstylist Empowerment Podcast. Today, we have an incredible guest, and if you don't know his name, you will by the end of this podcast. Paul's career began in Liverpool, England, where he followed his family's tradition and trained to become a hair, uh, become a stylist. After qualifying, he continued his training, working alongside some of the industry greats, Sassoon, Trevor Sorby, Nicholas French, just to name a few. Paul opened a chain of three salons in Merseyside, England, where he, <laughs> before beginning, I may have got it right, I may have got it wrong, <laughs> we'll it go after right. that after, beginning to work with Wella Sebastian, first as a technician and then running the education team for Great Britain. His journey with Wella and Sebastian has taken him around the world performing to some of the largest audiences, including the Alternative Hair Show, which he emceed for many years. The Alternative Hair Show raised millions of dollars to help research into cures for children with leukemia. Earlier this year, Paul joined Isotech as the vice president. I'm thrilled to be working with such a progressive company that prides itself on bringing innovation into the, qual the highest quality of tools to the world's industry, Paul says. So welcome, Paul, to the Hairstylist Empowerment Podcast. Please introduce yourself and tell us a little bit about yourself. Hi, Brad. Thank you for that great introduction. You make me sound better than I probably am. <laughs> but, I'm sure uh, your list is way longer than the little bit. It, it, that... is, it is a wee bit longer than that. But hey, you know, uh, I thought I thought that it, I didn't want it to take up the whole podcast, you know, so, <laughs> so I condensed it slightly. And just so everybody knows that Merseyside is the larger part of Liverpool. Ah, okay. <laughs> so Liverpool is the city, Merseyside is the area, you know. Okay. Yes. Um, yes. So, so, so you know, I, I, I. First of all, I love our industry, and and you know, I've I've been blessed in our industry to um, to have been mentored by some incredible people. Um, mm -hmm. Some of the names you mentioned, you know, I worked alongside Tim Hartley and Annie Humphreys for many years touring around the world with Sassoon um, to work with the likes of Nicholas French, who is a sheer genius yes. uh, in our industry. Um, and, and it continues and it goes because for all the years that, um, that I've done this, um, and I listened to Joe Santi yesterday and he was saying how many years he was doing it. And I'm like, yes. you know, I'm not going to go down that path because it's scary, <laughs> but I've done it for a few years. And um, but we never finish learning no. and we never finish evolving, you know, be it our personal skills or be it the companies that we work alongside, the companies that we choose to work with or like Isatec that I joined earlier this year that are making incredible innovation in hair tools. Because the reality for me, uh, Brad and everybody, um, is that the tools are an extension of our arms. They're an extension mm -hmm. of our mind. Um, they have to meet the expectations that we need to create. Mm -hmm. uh, and so, you know, I was blessed to be be introduced to the founder of Isatech, and um, and of course, I took a look at the tools yeah. and I was playing with them because I've got to know that they feel right. It's almost that they feel a part of your body to create mm -hmm. these incredible looks that we spent so many years learning how to do. Exactly. And I found that these were the best tools that I've worked with, and so I'm like, okay, I'm on board. 
you know let's <laughs> move forward what are we going to do um and um uh, and so yes i joined early in the year and i'm thrilled and next year including beauty and deceit cruise mm-hmm. is going going to be spectacular with everything that's going on both within our company and also the events like the one you've organized brad which is spectacular uh so i'm really looking forward to it yeah it's going to be amazing having all those beauty industry professionals all together in one place because i find when you do number one when you're in a different environment that changes you when you're a different destination that changes you again and being yeah. 18 plus and no kids, that changes you. <laughs> you. You know what I mean? But but going back a little bit, what was the defining moment you knew you wanted to be in the beauty industry? Right. Oh, well, I didn't I didn't start off thinking that I wanted to be in the beauty industry. I think that's probably like a lot of us. Um, I wanted to be a musician, quite mm-hmm. honestly. I went to music school all my schooling. Um, and I wanted to be a star, but mm. I didn't grow up, up to be six foot two and dark and talented beyond all belief. Um, and when I was when I was trying to do something in the music industry, my mom um, had three salons mm. in Liverpool. Yes. And quite honestly, having grown up in it. I knew I knew it so well. I knew the interaction between people and how important the service aspect was. That almost came naturally because I'd seen my mother and her mm-hmm. teams do it. So I stepped into it initially um, because I needed some money. Mm-hmm. I was I was you know <laughs> I can't stand in doorways yeah. with my guitar and and expect people mm-hmm. to put money in a hat every day. So I stepped into it, first of all, um, uh, really to earn money and then discovered how amazing the industry Mm. is. And, you know, for for any young hairdressers that are listening to to this podcast, you know, when I stepped into it, and I think it's very interesting, I had zero idea of what being in the beauty industry Mm. can be. You know, my idea in my head was that we go to a salon every day and we would work, hopefully create beautiful work and earn some money. And when I went into uh, working with my mother initially, I discovered over the years that there were so many other aspects to what our industry is that I had no idea about. Mm -hmm. And quite frankly, for all of the young hairdressers listening to this, As my career progressed, I went into education, as Brad said earlier, with Weller, um, and then I ended up running the education for Weller and Sebastian. I was in England. The next thing I know, I'm working with the teams out of Germany, which was where Weller was based. Mm -hmm. And then in 98, Weller asked me whether I would come to the USA and bring all the international products in. I'm saying this. Not from an ego point of view, mm-hmm. just from the point of view of I had no idea. If you focus everybody, you can do anything in the beauty industry. I've traveled the world, done shows with the greatest people in our industry that I had no idea I could do. Mm-hmm. And so so this industry is the best. 
that you can possibly ever go into. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I know, Brad, you've done very similar because of your stage work and yeah. all the things that you've done. Yeah, I've done platform, education, training, competing. Yeah, uh, everything. But one question I have for you. So being with your mom in her salons, what were when the time you the time you were there, what were the kind of greatest challenges you thought the salon had and the triumphs that the salon um, had as well? I think the biggest challenge was working with my mother as <laughs> much as I adored her. <laughs> you know, yeah. it's very interesting, everybody working with family, mm-hmm. um, you know, because I think initially you think you can take liberties and then you realize that when it's family, family end up being tougher on you than uh-huh. if you work for somebody else. Exactly. So, so, you know, it was challenging. And then, you know, at that point in time was really the heyday of Sassoon, mm-hmm. which revolutionized the industry, as you all yes. know. So a challenge was taking the business that my mother had developed, which was wonderful, mm-hmm. but taking the approach to hair from her her business model mm-hmm. which was very much the weekly shampoos and sets yes. and the person came back a week later and did the same thing again and evolving the business from that to the way we approach hair today mm-hmm. uh which was very much the revolution that uh, that Sassoon and some huge names in our industry changed the mm-hmm. way we approach hair that was a big one because you've got a, a, a you've got a clientele that are used to a perfect, mm-hmm. uh, that that uh, you know, a particular look yes. that they do, and all of a sudden, you know, I didn't want to put a, a hair a hair curler in anybody's hair, mm-hmm. and they probably thought I was nuts. But it did evolve. It did yes. evolve when people realized the freedom that they got from changing the approach and changing their look, mm-hmm. which actually took a couple of years to do with the clientele as it was. And bringing new, fresh clients into the salon was probably uh, a big challenge initially. Yes. But we got there because we always do. We're hairdressers, mm-hmm. everybody. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Which leads, <laughs> which leads to the triumphs. So what are your kind of biggest uh, triumphs that you've had in the beauty industry? Oh. My goodness. My goodness. Uh, the list is so long. <laughs> <laughs> now, now you're going to completely age me. Um, you know, I think I think triumphs. The, to start, if you are going to achieve something, you have to have a completely open mind to let yourself learn new things every day. Um uh, I think I think you meant Brad mentioned before about the alternative hair show, which back in the day in um, in uh, uh, in England, uh, the alternative hair show was sponsored by Weller, which I was working for. So I had the privilege of um, of emceeing mm. that show with some of the greatest hairdressers from around the world and raising you know thousands millions actually of dollars for children with leukemia which was a spectacular triumph and an honor and then when i came to america i was able to bring the alternative hair show to america some of you who are watching i'm sure will remember that and we Mm -hmm. we actually staged it in chicago um and uh that was a challenge and Mm -hmm. also a triumph Yes. at the same time to be able to do that uh so so it, it it was wonderful and um 
I, I think the key thing to anything that has worked for me in my career has always has always been about being flexible, mm-hmm. always embracing change because it happens constantly in our industry. Uh, what was good yesterday isn't good tomorrow. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. And that and that <laughs> kind of brings us to our next uh, thing, you know, what's old and broken sometimes you need something new so what should one look for when they want to purchase a new hair dryer so i hear from a lot of hairstylists my hair like in a lot of groups you know my hair my dryer is broken what one do you recommend is it better than this one so if somebody were to look for a new dryer what kind of things should they look for in a new dryer well well, you you know brad what's very interesting to me is that you know, from when from when I came into hair, blow dryers, the the basic concept of the blow dryer has not changed mm-hmm. in many years. Yes, they maybe became smaller, maybe they looked a little sleeker. Um, however, um, the basic concept was the same until just in the last couple of years, mm. where there really has been a revolution in hair tools. And in particular, as we're talking about the blow dryer and, and, you know, the revolution really came not just in the look of of how the blow dryer looks at the moment, but also in the technology behind it, because we've gone from an engine, if you like, that spun in a blow dryer uh, with brushes that kind of pulled and pushed air through the blow dryer Um the downside of the blow dryers we've been using for so many years, everybody, is the weight. Mm. It's the sheer weight of a traditional blow dryer. Now, think about this. And when I'm educating uh, throughout the years, we have always put a lot of emphasis on uh, body stance. Because if we want longevity, like Brad and I, well, Brad's probably mm. a couple of years younger than me, but like <laughs> Brad and I. Um, uh, the, the, you know, old, have... the oldest barber is 102. <laughs> oh, wow. So, and he's wow. still, wor- well, and he's still wanna... working. <laughs> he's yeah, still working. So if we want to be that barber, yes. Brad, here's the thing and everybody, <laughs> is that we've got to be very, very conscious of how we stand, what we're doing with our posture, because so many hairdressers that have been doing it for many years actually end up giving up their wonderful career because they start to suffer mm-hmm. with with may, maybe arthritis. It could be uh, suffer from the shoulders, suffer in their arms. And, and one of those things beside our posture can be the fact that we're using heavy tools. Mm. Now, the brushless motor in this new revolution of hair dryers has done one major thing, and that is it took all the weight away. Mm. Took the weight away. This is the biggest thing, everybody, that we have to consider, because um, because we're constantly think about the angles. You know, we're up here. You know, we're we're here. We're doing crazy things at times, particularly when we're dealing with a big, thick head of hair, and it's always that big, thick head of hair that's curly that wants it totally yeah, smooth. smooth. Yep, it's mm-hmm. always that client, isn't it? You know, so we have a choice: we either do it or we run out the back door of the salon screaming, mm-hmm. which we don't really, we can't do. So, so here's the thing: let me let me just pick up this dryer. Just oh so wow. Yeah. Okay. So this dryer, first of all, I could hold it like this. It's it's 0.8 of a pound, Brad and everybody. So think about that straight away. 
I feel like I've got nothing in my hand. That's huge, everybody, because we're not picking up something that's weighty, that puts stress on our shoulders, our backs and our arms. So 0.8 of a pound. And um, the other thing that, uh, you know, we took a lot of things into consideration because what we do when we develop products is we'll work with a group of stylists because there's no one better to develop a product than stylists that are doing it every day. Yes. You know, yes. nothing at Isatech is developed by a group of people that sit in an office in an ivory tower. Mm -hmm. That doesn't work. It just doesn't work. So the first thing is that it's really, really light. The next thing is, which I love, is that it's really, really quiet. I mean, I can turn this on now while we're talking, and I'll turn this on, and I'm not going to change my voice. Mm -hmm. So my voice is still talking at the same level. And really, that is the, the loudest that this dryer gets. So here's, here's something, everybody, that, that, that I love. I've gone into salons that... Um, that have embraced this new technology uh, with our Vulcan MX dryer. And you walk in and there's actually something almost tranquil mm. that happens when you walk into this salon, these salons, because, because there's no crazy noise. And what happens with crazy noise creates crazy noise because people start shouting at each other. Mm -hmm. And, and you know, I actually had a stylist um call me the other week and she said Paul the funniest thing just happened and I'm like oh tell me what what went on she said well I cut my client's hair I picked up my blow dryer and the minute I turned it on the client started shouting at me really loud like this yes. and 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 the, and the stylist said and I said why are you shouting at me and the client said, because that's what we do when you blow dry our hair. Mm -hmm. You know, and I, I just thought that the story was kind of funny because the noise factor isn't there. And I think the other thing from a productivity point of view is think about this, everybody. Think about how many times, because the client seems to always have questions as soon as we start blow drying, mm -hmm. and how many times we turn the dryer off, get the question, an answer, and then start again. And it happens, you know, it could be two, it could be 10 times during the blow drying process. Mm. That's time, it's money and productivity. So it doesn't happen. So so it, it's spectacular. Um, Brad, I just want to say one more thing because I know you've got you've got questions. Um Oh no, we're uh, we're good. We're good for time. I really <laughs> want to know about this new technology. Well, actually, I have one and I absolutely love it because I'm one of those people that's used to a heavy, loud. Blow dryer. Yes. So yes. you either, which I, I think a lot of hairstylists can relate, where you nod and smile <laughs> because and, and they're like, my dog just died. Mm -hmm. Oh, great. <laughs> because you can't really hear or I've something. I've done it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, absolutely. Absolutely. The poor dog. Um, the other thing is I, I want to talk a little bit about this posture thing because mm -hmm. I, I cannot stress enough. You know, the most in my career, I, I've I've taught coloring. And coloring is one of those things as well that we get into very, very strange shapes. Mm -hmm. uh, and so, you know, I spent so many years talking about always working straight on to where your client was. And, you, and your client's movable move the client you know instead of our doing kind of crazy things over mm -hmm. here or whatever so one of the things that when we when we spoke with our stylist team 
um, that they brought up, and this is to do with posture, is that they find particularly younger stylists, but I think a lot of, of more mature, more experienced stylists are doing it as well, is, you know, when we've got like a really thick, coarse head of hair mm -hmm. and, and we end up we end up doing this when we're trying to blow dry it. Now, if you look, I'm going to go back a bit. If you look at, at, at where my arm is and mm -hmm. what's going on with the shoulder, that a lot of stylists actually are holding it by the nozzle of the dryer. Mm -hmm. And look at the difference in my arm posture as soon as I do that. But the dryer didn't change where it was on the head. Yes. I was here, yeah, which, which is, is crazy. Awkward and uncomfortable. Yeah. Or I'm here with my arm down, which, which is a more natural posture. Mm -hmm. So taking all the stylus feedback, what we did is we created this silicone sleeve. Oh, nice. Yeah. Because let's think about this, everybody. <laughs> this part of the dryer here is going to be the hottest. And you're very, very near uh, the elements as yes. well here. So so the silicone sleeve slips over here. Mm. So that when we don't want to do that, and we want to do this, the silicone sleeve doesn't conduct heat. Okay. Therefore, this stays cool. Mm. Also, it's non-slip. Because, you know, we're working with product in the hair, and our hands can be slippy with gels or whatever then this is non-slip. So when we hold the dryer this way, uh, it, it makes it very comfortable, non-slip. We're not going to drop the dryer, mm -hmm. which we've all done. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so this was feedback from some of the great stylists, some of the stylists mm -hmm. actually in our team that you're going to see on the the industry cruise next yes. year. That, that, that we value their input so much, like... like, um, like, like, like <laughs> <laughs> why, why do names go out yet? Albie, like, like Taylor Jameson, Taylor, you know, Albie Mukati, <laughs> Francesca Rivetti, yeah. you know, all of these, mm -hmm. these great, great people uh, who give us that feedback. And it's so important. Uh, um, a couple of other things, just so that you see two nozzles with it, guys, mm -hmm. two, one narrower, one narrower, and they're all magnetic. Narrower nozzle because I use this when I'm doing detailed work. What, not when I'm trying to get water out of the hair, but when I'm working on areas of the hair that I need the air to be more condensed and not be blowing the rest of the hair away. Mm. So that so the narrower nozzle is great. Maybe you're creating a wave or whatever, but you want this hair here to stay beautiful because you just worked on it. So the narrower nozzle is fantastic for that. Also, I like that if you're doing smoothing treatments where you need to keep the air contained as well to the hair that you're working on. Mm -hmm. And then a, a wider nozzle here, which again is magnetic. It will spin, but it's magnetic. Um, where you really, this I use when I'm dealing with getting the moisture mm -hmm. out of the hair and getting it as dry as possible before I start my detailed yes. work. Um, uh, you know, and as I say, they all spin. So so it's uh, it's a beautiful thing. Yeah, because one one thing I find with a lot of the dryers or dryer I have, the dryer gets so warm, the attachments just fly right off, well, <laughs> and then well, you have to go fun. and pick them up. And <laughs> well, you know, you go you yeah. go and try and find your nozzle after you apologize to the client that was yes. sat in the next seat <laughs> because the nozzle just hit her on the head. <laughs> yes. well, you know, here's the thing. Look, wow, nozzle is magnetic, and I'm holding the whole dryer here by the nozzle. Yeah. 
gone are the days, um, everybody, that the nozzle is going to fly off and, and and poke the next client's eye out. Mm -hmm. uh, so, you know, it, it, it it's absolutely wonderful. Um, the, in, with the Vulcan MX, there is a diffuser as well. Mm -hmm. But there's a little, I mean, you might all say, oh, well, it's a diffuser. Now, the diffuser actually clips on. Oh, okay. And I'll tell you the reason for that, everybody. Let's think about when and why we use a diffuser. Usually when we use a diffuser when we're trying to push texture into the hair. It could be that the hair has some natural texture, but we want to enhance it. Mm -hmm. Or it could be naturally curly hair at whatever level of curl that they may have. The last thing that we want with any of those types of hair is airflow. Because mm. airflow and anybody out there that uh, has curly hair, you'll relate to this because curly hair every day is an adventure. <laughs> you know, some days yes. it works, some days it doesn't. Yeah. But you know that airflow will create frizz. So the reason that this is not magnetic and, and is that we actually put another filter in here. I'm tapping oh. it with my hand. We put another filter. Now, the reason is, is that filter besides the diffuser itself will diffuse the airflow so there is less chance of getting airflow from the front so we get the heat but we don't get the airflow that's exactly what we need from a great diffuser mm -hmm. so so this extra filter within here <clears throat> is perfect for that so you'll create beautiful curl formation without enhancing any kind of frizz mm -hmm. So, so that goes with it as well. I'm trying to think, think what I happened to 10 foot, yeah. 10 foot. Yes. Which I love. Wire. Yeah. Most of them, they get caught or you wrap yourself just, you know, around. Yeah. And then it's like, it only goes just to the back of the chair. And then you have to turn the chair in order to dry yeah. the other half of the, the client. But what I find with using that dryer is the hair seems to be shiner, shinier and better condition than it Absolutely. was before. Yeah. Absolutely. Yes. So, Brad, to your point, no more tying yourself up in knots with the wire. Mm -hmm. The hair, and uh, we've had so much feedback from this, is that um, it, it it built into the dryer is a shine generator. Mm. It's a shine generator built into the, into the dryer. Now, let's explain what that means, everybody. Um, a shine generator basically releases about 20 million negative ions. Now, I know that all sounds very, you know, <laughs> hey, you know, whoa. Yeah. But let's think from, from a hair point of view mm -hmm. what that means. Negative ions have the ability to close the cuticle layers or close as best, depending on the porosity of the hair. So, so you know, if if, if I do a, a hair impersonation, guys, this is good hair with the cuticle layers flat. If the hair is porous, the cuticle layers will be open. Mm. So what the negative ions do is they help to smooth that cuticle layer down. Now, that's all well and good, you might all say. However, let's talk about what it means. When the cuticle layers are closed, the hair shines. When the hair shines, it means that the hair looks in great condition because open cuticles, even a little bit, is 
porosity in layman's terms. It's dry. It looks dry. So this makes the hair look in great condition. Also, it's only when the hair, when the cuticle layers are like this on the hair, that the light bounces off mm. and reflects light. That, in layman's terms, everybody is shine. So the, the, the nice. built-in shine generator, the negative ion generator, will make the blow dry look healthier, shinier, more beautiful. The color will look more vibrant when it reflects light. Another side benefit to that is that when you've got porous hair like this, my cuticle, this is me as a cuticle, everybody. Mm -hmm. So when the cuticle is like this, if that client has permanent color on her hair, when it's like this, the, the, the color molecules can escape. That's an escaping color molecule, everybody. Right? Yeah. Which, which basically, again, in layman's terms, means color fade. Color fade will not reflect light in the same way. It won't have the same vibrancy. So closed cuticle layers means that your color is going to last longer and look more vibrant. Now, you know, for me, and, and Brad, when I started working with Isatech, mm -hmm. you know, this was almost like a revolution for me because I had not ever related the dryer yes. to the fact that your color is not going to fade. Mm -hmm. you know? <laughs> so, you know, and, and of course, you know, the, the, the shine generator is not built into all dryers. But this, for me, when we want our clients to love their hair color, mm -hmm. yes. come back to us because they cannot do it themselves as good. Mm -hmm. So come back to us and we have that retention of clients. Who would have thought that the blow dryer would be something that would, would do that for mm -hmm. us? You know? So that, that for me, that was, wow, what, what a light bulb going off. Um so, you know, all of those things uh, just make for a fantastic experience for us as the stylist, mm -hmm. but also for, for our clients as well and what their hair looks like when they leave the salon. Of so, so, you know, there are so many great things. Mm -hmm. um, the filters, just so that everybody knows, on, on the Vulcan MX, three filters, one on the outside, which looks pretty, but it's a filter, but it looks mm -hmm. pretty. Mm -hmm. okay here's where it gets more important the second filter inside here is a micro filter let me see wow if you, can see. you can just about see yeah, actually they're, I look so, they're so fine yeah. yeah but i actually look better like that brad anyway okay. <laughs> i guess you can put it over your 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 webcam for okay. upcoming <laughs> exactly upcoming but the shows. micro filter you can probably see you can see my finger through it's like here. a fine 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 micro mesh Think about what that means to us. Think about that client. We cut her hair. We're drying her hair, particularly longer hair. And all of a sudden, it gets sucked in. Mm. It's happened to us I've all. I've seen it. I've seen it. Not to me, but I've seen it. Yeah, other stylists <laughs> are doing a you wedding. You are yeah. the lucky one. <laughs> you are the lucky one because I know a lot of people watching us, Brad, will go, oh, yes. Yeah. That's and, and burnt and hair doesn't smell like... pleasant. <laughs> it doesn't. And maybe you have to kind of mm. quietly do a little texturizing haircut yes. on that section of hair. Mm -hmm. It won't happen. It yeah. won't happen with this. There is no way. And then there's a third filter that has a, a sound dampener inside. Mm -hmm. So so all in all, all those filters 
really um, make make for a great experience. Mm -hmm. And also think about the fact that there's less dust getting in yes. there, bits of hair and everything, because anything like that in any blow dryer's motor mm -hmm. will reduce or will give you less than optimum yes. performance. Um, and just one other thing with um, with this is there is a reverse blow factor mm. here that you can clean the dryer mm -hmm. out, which very simply, you hold the cold shot button for three seconds, one, two, three, and turn it on, still holding it. And the blow is now coming out of the back. Yeah. Coming out of here. So you get the it cool, yeah. 10 seconds. Yeah. It turns itself off. Then when you turn it off and turn it on again, it's reversed. Oh, wow. One thing so one thing I love when you bring that dryer, instead of having the little things that go up and down, you it actually changes color. I notice it has a blue color. It has a it so you know what temperature it is. Most times you have your little flick yeah. thing on and you have no yeah. idea. You know, well, well, you know, you know, you know, Brad, and again working yeah. working with some of the stylists that I mentioned before. Um uh Stylists are, you know, stylists are visual. We mm -hmm. all are. Yes. And so what's great is that when you turn it on, there are three heat settings. The coolest is blue. Mm -hmm. The hottest is red. Yeah. And guess what the medium is? Purple. Yes. <laughs> red. Come on, let's go back to our color wheel, everybody. <laughs> purple. So, um, there are yeah. three speeds, mm -hmm. you know, higher, medium, and low, yes. because sometimes we want that low speed for finer textured hair or when we're detailing the hair as we're blow drying. And there's a cold shot right at the top here. Yeah, which, which... because I, I love the buttons because they're not like a light switch button, which I find most times when you're working, these but yeah. and then the, it changes speed, it changes heat. Yeah. With this, it doesn't do that, which, it doesn't. Is, which is so much better. And people love smooth, smooth hair. So some other hot tools that you have, I don't know if you have, we're in our last minute and a bit but if you can go quickly <laughs> through i see an iron behind you yeah, um yeah so well, so with know. that what what's the um can you tell us a little bit about the iron absolutely well everybody we are we're thrilled to be going on the the, the beauty industry cruise with brad next year and it's may 7th to 12th don't forget everybody right, 20, you've got to be there yeah. and and we will be uh featuring the isa tech tools what we have, obviously, the dryer, which it was, is a star at the mm -hmm. moment, Brad. Um, but we we have two irons that um, that I love. Um, there is the KTX four hundred and fifty. Mm -hmm. This one is one point two five inches. This mm -hmm. one was developed for styling, but also for people that do a lot of of keratin smoothing. Mm. Um, so, so, you know, KTX keratin expert ah, is what it okay. stands for. Okay. Yeah. Um, the 1.25 is the ideal size of plate. The plates mm -hmm. are titanium, which is the best conductor of the heat. The other thing, uh, is that the heater within, within the plates is of a size that makes sure that first of all, it is reaching 450 if mm -hmm. you need it. Yes. But what you set it to is true. Yeah, and it's There's exactly no... that that temperature. We've got less than a minute, probably thirty okay. seconds. So as as we close, um, we'll we'll have a part. We'll have a part two. What's a nugget of gold in a few seconds that you would give our audience? <laughs> oh my goodness! Um, 
I think that the nugget of gold um, has to be don't set any lim limitations for yourself. I do. I was on my way to.